For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, Vol Nation. Welcome to another episode of Believe in Tennessee Football. I'm your host, as always, Kyler Curbison, joined with Reed Bacon. Got a great one today. Have a few buddies come on, former VFLs, Jack Jones and Josh Dobbs. We reminisce about the playing days, what Jack went through with his injury, uh, you know, some of the ups and downs that Dobbs had to deal with while he was there. And they come on and promote their camp coming up uh, in Nashville. Jack is running a football camp for the youth on June 19th. So um, everyone go check that out. And uh, let's start the show. The game. Snap, the kick is in the air, and the kick this time is no sir Reed. No sir Reed. Final score, Tennessee 20, Florida 17. Pandemonium reigns. Looks, loads up. Fires long for the end zone. The pass is going to be caught on Tennessee. Tennessee wins! by Tennessee to one Jennings. Jennings makes the catch in the end zone on the Hail Mary. Down at the 35, to the 40, to the 45, to the 50, to the 45, to the 40, to the 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. What did he do? All he did was score. Joey Pitt, touchdown on play number one. All right, so before we jump into the show, got to shout out our main sponsor at Bet Online. Uh, you know, they've been supporting us from the beginning, so they're a great company, a uh, great place to make all of your bets. You know, you got the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, you got golf going on right now, so a ton of things to bet on, and Bet Online is the place to do it. Uh, they're going to have all the news, all the stats, all the best odds. Uh, so head on over to betonline.ag or download their mobile app, um, and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, welcome in, everybody. Uh, so excited for these special guests that I have. Um, it is a former quarterback of mine and a former offensive lineman. Uh, it is Jack Jones and Joshua Dobbs. How are you guys doing? Doing awesome, man. Good. Thank you for having us. Thank you yeah, for having glad us. Glad to be back, Kyler. Thanks for having us. Yeah, man. So I want to start off the bat right away. Jack, I know you got a camp coming up here in Nashville, Murfreesboro. So mm-hmm. I want you to promote, say what you need to say, you know, age groups, time. How can people find it? All that good stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. So June 19th. Um, we're having the first Jack Jones Youth Football Camp with special guest Josh Dobbs, um, actually featured here on the podcast today. But uh, 
we are doing ages six to 14 at Oakland High School. Um, it starts at nine o'clock, finishes at 12. Um, you can register at www.jackjonesfootball.com. We really want a lot of people to come out. It's going to be great. Uh, Kyler, I think, is going to be able to get out there. Josh is going to be out there, and we're going to be actually, you know, we're going to be out there sweating, working, getting the kids right, having fun, and just, uh, you know, I feel like Middle Tennessee football has done a lot for me in my life, and um, I just wanted to get back there and uh, have some fun with the youth. The next generation of ballers out of Middle Tennessee doesn't have to be Middle Tennessee. You can come down from wherever, but I'm excited, man. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you're pretty legit with your own do domain name. Dude, I know, man. Yeah. Hey, you know me, man. <laughs> went from, went from uh, cyber wizard over here. I'm a cyber <laughs> wizard, man. <laughs> went from uh, a long haired Tarzan looking guy to, you know, fresh cut. He's a salesman. Now he's got his own domain yeah. name. Just moving on up. What's next? I'm crypto. I'm getting diverse in the crypto world. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and talk about shout out, shout here, out yeah. Thomas Edwards. Shout out Thomas Edwards. Okay. Crypto yeah. guy. Shout out Tom. Big crypto guy. Uh, hey, I was a long hair guy for a little bit too, Jack. So I, I feel you, bro. Yeah. It, it, you never know when it's going to happen in people's lives, but mine was just couple of years when I was playing a little ball back back in the day and it'll never happen again but it was a good it was a, it was a nice ride great ride so let's let's touch on your playing days something that I am still confused on I don't know everything that happened because it happened after I left but the injuries that you had the fact that you had to you know give up football Josh you haven't gone through this before but when you have to hang up those cleats, it's tough. It is uh, oh, it is a it. tough day. So take me through what was going on in your head, like your mental state, and, and exactly what happened. What was the injury that, that took you out? For sure, man. Yeah, so, so I had cervical stenosis in my neck, um, basically narrowing of my nerve canals where they're supposed to be like this, and they, you know, they shrunk, they were narrowed down. And I was getting really bad. And like, if you've ever played football, listeners, if you've never played, it's okay. But if you've, if you've ever played, you know what a stinger is. I was getting like, it wasn't like one here and there. Like I was getting like 10 every practice. Like it was like, all right, this is not like normal. And it, and it was miserable because like my arms would go numb and you're just kind of stuck there for a second. You're on team drop like my I remember the last time I got one it was like the last like really bad one was like team we we're going through it and and like I, I kind of fit up with Colton it was like a Wednesday practice it wasn't like it wasn't anything crazy and, and my neck just kind of went like this and then like everything and and after that one it was like all right we got to get this checked out and then met with the specialist in Knoxville he said I need to be done now and then I was like well let's go let's let's is there anybody else let's get a second opinion and then went down to the nfl guy who's like the number one neck guy in the nfl and he was like yeah you're done um you know it happens it's like you you like it to be on your own terms and like obviously i'd like to like have gotten a shot to keep playing but you know it happens for everybody at some point somewhere or another like it's going to be over and um i think really kind of coming to terms with that 
it took me a little while, but when, when you, when I finally did and I found, you know, found purpose in other things and realizing my identity is not just through football, even though like I had great parents growing up, they were awesome. They, you know, they told me like, Hey, they made me take school seriously. They, they really challenged me, but you still like when you're doing something every day, when you're playing ball every day and you're with the guys every day and that just is done. Cause I chose, like, I was like, I, I didn't, I knew I didn't want to be a coach. I was like, I don't want to just be hanging around GA for two years. Like I'm just going to go do school. And, um, but when you lose that, you do look like you lose a little bit of your identity. It is part of your identity. So, you know, I think kind of now getting into a job, getting working, doing something I love and then stuff like this, being able to do a camp, uh, come back and talk to the kids and just get back into it a little bit. Those are little things that you kind of look forward to and keep going with. But, you know, even if you just played through Friday and I, if, if you just played in high school and you had to hang it up, like it still stinks. Like you met everybody yeah. misses football. It's awesome. But I'm just glad to be here. And, uh, man, just and glad to have the opportunities I did at Tennessee. Like I got to play in some big games. Um, got to play with guys like Kyler Curbison and Josh Dobbs. And I grew up a Tennessee fan, wanted to run out of the tee and I got to do it. And like, it wasn't like I grew up wanting to play for the Titans. Like, yeah, I, that would have been cool, but I wanted to run out of the tee and play for the Vols and I got to do it, man. And, um, can be more happy with uh, all the relationships I had and the time I spent there. Yeah, man. Kyler, hey, Kyler, I know where you're about to go with this because he just mentioned the big games he played in, and I know one of the questions you want to ask him. But before we get there, Jack, so good to talk with you again. I haven't seen you since Kyler's wedding and his bachelor party. (laughs) 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 We'll we'll leave that one off air. Um, But so – so yeah. as a, it was fun, like I was super pumped when Kyler said that y'all were coming on because, you know, I hadn't talked to you in a long time. And and I even forget, like, what year was it that you had to stop? Was it your junior year? Yeah, so my junior year, fourth game of the year. Okay. Yeah. So, my, so the question I was going to ask is, was that stuff – was that – did they ever determine if it was like genetics you were born with it or were they like, Hey, this is from all the football you played or was it? Yeah. So it's one of those weird, weird things. It's a degenerative bone disease. So like, it's probably a little bit of both. It's probably perfect storm. Like my dad had him a little bit in college, not super bad, but he knowed like he, he knew on his, his junior and senior year, he started getting bad. He played at Tennessee tech and then, like he even like he he redshirted and just played. He started three years there and didn't play his fifth year because it was kind of getting bad. But it was never something we like talked about. He didn't even like really bring it up to me. And then um, that just combined with you know really playing physical football. Like I mean, I think being an offensive lineman didn't help it. Like if I would have been a wide receiver, it probably would have been a little more chill. Right. But, um, yeah, just kind of the perfect storm, I guess. But I, I don't really know. It's one of those things too that you try to put off surgery as long as you can, but you ultimately have to have surgery just because it's not one of those like a hundred percent, it's going to be better. Right. Um, so kind of a ticking time bomb there, but uh, um, hopefully, hopefully as we get, you know, science progresses, there'll be more answers as I get older. And um, like I said, I wouldn't have traded. I wouldn't have changed a thing. So it was, uh, <laughs> it is what it is. One more, one more follow-up real quick, then I'll let Kyler ask a question. I know he's ready to ask. But did you have any of it in high school whatsoever, or did it all happen in college? Um, I, you know, I got a, I think I got a couple of the, like, like everyone, random stingers sure. in, in high school. Like, just like the – but I remember one my senior year that was, like, 
ah, that's that hurt crazy. But it really just started like my freshman year wasn't really bad. Like it really wasn't a thing. Sophomore year started to become a thing. And like sophomore spring, it was like, yo, this is not like right. And then kind of did a lot of work rehab over before like camp started. And then we get to, we got to camp and it was just from there to the game. I stopped playing. I, I mean, I was so stiff moving around. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. My head was like, I was just worried about that and all at right. all times. And, um, yeah, because that has to be scary. I mean, I know we you said you get stingers. We've all had them. We know how it feels. But still, when your body goes numb and limp like that, like it, it can't be fun at all. The how how rapid it got was kind of I think what like when Doctor Clink and the, like the, is what kind of was like, hey, we need to you know yeah we need to check this out. And then you know I kind of thought it would be like one of those things you know like all right we'll we'll figure it out and then we'll be back out there, but. It was, it just was, it's just a weird, it's one of those weird, like, weird things where they're pretty much like you're done just because you can get one of those weird hits and lose it, like just the yeah. nerves, because with the nerves, you don't know. So, right. um, yeah, um, I, you know, like I said, there, like you hear, there's people that put things in perspective. You see guys like Inky Johnson and like yeah. what they've gone through, then you're like, man, like. I'm still out here able to like I can still play pickup basketball. Like I can do all that. It just it, there's there's always somebody that's probably got a little worse than you or um has gone through what you're going through. So that people like that, like that's somebody that I like I I watch his videos and stuff. I'm like, man, you know, yeah. could be could yeah. be a lot worse. I love <clears throat> I love that you say that because like I said, the couple times I've been around you, you're like the rest of us, like goofball, like to have a good time, you know. Um but to hear you like be serious about it and have that perspective, man, that that's awesome. Like, I mean, I don't really know you just been around you a couple of times, but to hear you have that side that, I mean, that's, that's incredible because I mean, I know that, you know, you're, you know, pretty big recruit coming out. I mean, started at UT. I mean, you obviously, I know that was your goal, but I'm guessing there was some part of you that did want to try to chase an NFL dream. Sure. So for you to have that sure. perspective, I mean, kudos to you. That's awesome. Well, man, I mean, you can't if you if you live in your shame and you live in your pain and you don't, you know, seek emotional like that's what I did, man. I, I tried to just start being emotionally healthy and like kind of yeah. like a lot of things I didn't, you know, and I'm and I'm outspoken. Like, I'm really outspoken about my mental health. Like I, I I'm just, too. I'm it, too. it's important. It's important if you if you need somebody to talk to like therapy anything like that, man, like go for it. It's just going to help you. And sometimes you need a non-biased opinion from people. Like, I, like I said, I have two great parents, but they, you know, sometimes you just need to go to somebody that'll just shoot you straight and maybe they don't say anything. You just talk to them for an hour, but big fan of that. Um, but yeah, yeah, man. Breach. I, yeah. I love it. I'm, I'm right there with you. All right, let's get, let's, let's hopefully get a little lighter side. Kind of like <laughs> yeah. No God, kidding. Please, man. I mean, I, I was, I, was I like it though. I'm, I was, I'm here for it. I was I expecting too. I love it. a good answer, but boy, did we get off into the weeds? Um, no, he crushed it. I, <laughs> hey, I, that, that's I, I love that. I, you know, you know me, Kyler. I've had my my issues, and so I'm right there with you. I'll, I'll talk to anybody about mental health and stuff. But all right, ask him about starting at Alabama. Yeah, so I can ask I can ask both of you this honestly because Dobbs it wasn't necessarily a start but it was your first game that you got to play in was versus Alabama at Alabama I'm correct in that right? No, it was at right. Oh, it was I thought okay. yeah. So he Earlier, got su different time. 
he got subbed in at Alabama, and then he just first only, time playing. Yeah, only down thirty-five to zero. You yeah, know, no, I could have nice, sworn, sworn your first time. Game. I could have sworn your first time was when you were down big, but it was at Nayland. I thought I could have sworn I, I thought that, but you you would know better. No, that was the, <laughs> that was the next that was the next year we played Alabama, and that year we mounted a, a pretty good comeback. Uh, yes, but we couldn't, yes, couldn't yes. overcome it. But the my freshman year was at Alabama. You know, down you know just a couple scores. <laughs> so, so what was going through your head when you got in there, Dawes? Like, I mean. It, you're just like, just let me. I mean, let me play ball. Or, I mean, were you nervous? Or you like those guys across from me are freaking huge. Um, you know, that's probably like the the chillest time to get you know your first your first action, especially at the college level, because obviously you know a lot goes into it. You know, even you know your the nerves are setting. You kind of have had a feeling that you're going to play. You know how it goes. Yeah. Um. So like in that moment, you know, it's like it, it can't it can't get any worse, you know. So just go play football, enjoy the moment, enjoy the opportunity, um, and let this you know be a learning experience for the next year. You know, we mounted several good drives that game. We, we had a touchdown drive, I think a field goal drive. We threw like ten points second half. They put up ten, so we tied in the second half. You know, we'll take the the positives, right? Um, so, you know, I, I think that that's really what was going through my head, and I know. You know, just that experience alone, you know, really helped me get a grasp of just, you know, playing football at that level, at the highest level against that competition. Um, and, you know, just how to just go out and trust your reads, trust your um, preparation and um, just go out and have fun with it. Yeah. And then you did you start the next the following week? So then, yeah, I started for the rest of the season that year, played at Missouri the next week. In a nice gauntlet, number one team in the nation. I think Missouri was like number four or five. Um, and then Auburn was the next week at home. They ended up going to the national championship. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think quite, we had uh, quite, uh, quite the quality of, of gauntlet of games. We played Vandy the next week. They were like ranked 19, I think. Um, and then we went on the road and beat Kentucky. So, yeah, it was a nice little gauntlet, you know, to get introduced or baptized into the SEC for sure. I think uh, I think it always turns out where the other West opponent we play, it's like their best season they've ever always, had. always, always every as year. A, as, as every a fan, year. yeah, and as a fan, <laughs> it, it, I can I can jump in and say as a fan, it happens all the time. Like Ole Miss, trash. Oh man, but then the Ole one Miss. time we have to play, yeah, one time we play them, they got They're top ten, top yeah, ten, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's the best season they've had in fifty whatever. years. Whatever their name was, yeah. Coleman Thomas Crazy. said he he was starting at tackle, I think, that game against Ole Miss when y'all uh, when y'all played them. I was at Young Life Camp watching it on my phone. <laughs> it was uh, I think it was like the the go pray hour, like we're at, like everyone go off and pray, and I was just over there <laughs> watching Tennessee get demolished by Ole Miss. The game, which was, that was the, I remember Coleman Thomas said he thought like with that secondary, he's like, I felt like there was 20 people back there in that secondary. Oh, it was, yeah, on, it was the land shark on this, on this sideline. I remember that was the game before the, read the game you're talking about when we played Alabama at home that I ended up playing. Yeah. It was a game before. So like Worley got hurt and like Peterman went in and at the end of the game, like coach Jones was like, you're playing next week. And I was like, I'm so glad I wasn't this week because on the sideline, I don't think I saw an open receiver the entire game. It was just clamps, 
they had a strong front end, Kandichi brothers up. Yeah, front. I was about to say, like, Kandichi, yeah. 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 They were dominant for sure. Yeah. Yeah, try and block that big ass. Jeez. <laughs> Pretty simple, right? Um, All right, and- I want to hear. I want to hear what Jack. Jack, I got to know what was going on in your head going into Brian Denny first first start ever as a true freshman. You- Man, yeah, it was it was surreal, honestly. And luckily, the great part about that was it was a huge, it was a big game, you know, all that. But the week before, we had been playing Georgia, and I, I guess midway through the second, before the first half ended. Chance and I were both in together for that whole game. So we had two quarters of SEC football we had played. And honestly, like, I don't – I might have degraded from that moment. Like, it was – like, we played great. Like, we had a we had a great game. Like, it was – it was it was awesome. And, like, definitely a memory. Like, I obviously remember the Hail Mary. I mean, that one, that one was awesome. But that is right there with it. Because we were down, like, what, 20 – what were we down at halftime of that game, Josh, before the comeback? So it was 21, uh, to, 24 to 3. 24 to 3. Which one? Which one the, the no, 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 no. Are you, I thought the, the Georgia I thought game the, was 21 0 at halftime. No, it was 21 0, and then we scored two halftime. touchdowns in we a score, row. Georgia gets 21 0. We scored right before the half. Then we I came out of the half, got the ball, went down and scored. Florida was 24 to 3. Whatever, this is bad. I should remember. Hey, a couple, a uh, couple too many hits on the noggin, it, Kyler. What do you say, buddy? <laughs> but uh, anyways, we were down a ton. We came in, we came back. Chance and I got, but we got reps in at in the second half of that game, and then we went to Alabama. So I had a little confidence, you know. I wasn't like I was like, all right, you know, I could do this. I could do this. And uh, long hair, Jack, full, 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 full flare, just coming out, you know. Loving every second of it, but we get down there and um, I'm like, I am super nervous, probably the most nervous I've ever been for a game, just because like for, you know, Kyler can attest to this for a Tennessee kid. And I don't care what you say, like Murfreesboro, everywhere in Tennessee, maybe parts of Memphis, like they might have some old Miss fans over there, but we're, it's everyone's a Tennessee fan. So like I grew up wanting to be Tennessee you know, I wanted like this was it. I, I watched every Alabama Tennessee game, probably from the age you know eight to nine when I was really under could understand what was going on. Like this was it. And then we get out there and man, we played them close. Like we were, it was it was down to like the last two drives and we were just we were hanging in there. We were fighting. It's hilarious though because like I was expecting because we played Georgia and they were talking cash the whole game. Like they were talking that cash. Like I was out there like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to block, man. Um, and then like, I just, <laughs> like, I remember coming off after my first series at that Georgia week before and Marcus going, coach Mahoney, Jack don't know nothing about what he's doing on the screens. And I was like, I don't, but dude, just <laughs> shut up, man. Build me up right now. I need to build up. Like, I, I don't know, but we're, I'm going to release. I'm going to run. So, um, Anyways, we get to that week, you know, we're playing pretty good, but it's funny every third down, like Alabama had, I mean, that was when they had Ashawn Robertson who looked like he was yes. 35 and had Rick a Ross looking mug. Yeah. I still, I mean, I look, I have a baby face now. I still had a baby face then. And I was just like, oh. and I was like, Oh God, like, you know, here we go. And, um, 
But they don't say a word, man. They don't say a word. The Alabama guys don't say a word. They get out there. They do their job. They get off the field. Third down, I'd be like, here they come, Chance. And it'd be a whole new group of the speed guys. And I'd be like, here are the young guys. Get ready, buddy. Start setting. Start setting. And, uh, man, it was great, though. Great experience. I'll never forget smelling the cigars, walking out of there after the loss. Like, but just, like, like, I get goosebumps thinking about that right now. Just because, like. You know, even though we lost, like, it was, it'll always be a memory. Um, I really wish we would have got it because, like, that would have been – I would have got the trifecta, Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. But, you know, it was a, it was a battle till the end, and I'll never forget it. And, uh, I mean, yeah, that place is a coliseum, too. Like, you walk in there and, like, it's it's football. Like, it like that place is all about it. And, I yeah, I always just thought it was cool how – as much as I hate Alabama, like, they don't say a word. They come out there, they play football, and that's it. And, you know, it is what it is, but awesome yeah, memory. That, that that third down package was not a joke. I'd be uh, like, here they come, Chance, buddy. Oh, hey. It's like, it's like seven different guys. <laughs> yeah. It would be, like, be like first and second down. They just have three, 300 to 320 just grass-fed, just behemoths out there clogging all the gaps. Third down, third and four plus, it's like 225 to 250 speed rushers, four of them. Oh. Hey, yo, where, where, is, where, where, where have y'all been? Yeah. And Payne, the freshman. We'll put the freshman Payne in, who <laughs> turns out to be a freaking animal. Hey, like, he's just so. had nose just shoving people. But, hey, I, I, I do want to say one more thing about that game that's hilarious. Before the game, we're warming up, like, before we had our pads, like, right when we get there. And I look across the field and and I'm I'm picking out the guys like because I did all my research. I was like, you know, I, I knew and, and you just knew who their players were because they're all, you know, they're all drafted, they're all guys getting drafted. And I see this one guy, I was like, who's that DN? Like, he's gotta be uh, like he's gotta be one of their speed guys. And he turns around, it's freaking Derrick Henry just standing there. And that's when I realized how big that dude was. I was like, hey. Good luck, boys, on the D line. Have fun with that. Today. I mean, that the A gap. Like, I'll, I'll stay over here with my bohemus, but I'll have fun with that. So, um, so it was funny because Kyler uh, didn't even notice it, but it was his. It's his background picture on on Twitter, and I was looking at it for some reason. And it's that game, and I was like, "Hey, bro, you know the guy that you're attempting to block or about to block is Rashawn Evans." So yeah. as a as a Titans fan who's their middle linebacker right now, like Rashawn Evans was maybe like a freshman or sophomore, and they were just bringing him off the edge at that at that time. So just talking about the the, the people they could bring in, but as a fan, I'm going to prompt that that I've told Kyle this that year, if I'm not mistaken, was the Florida game at Florida, um, and it was Isn't I thought it was one of the. Oh no, no, that? that was that was that was that year. That was that. Yeah, year. and it yes, was like it, I thought. I thought that was one of the best offensive game plans I have ever seen. And then to follow it back up at Alabama with you and Chance starting with two freshmen. I remember watching these games. I'm like, first off, Coach DeBoard was like, I was. I loved the whole game plan. I loved all that. And then watching you two, and I'll always tell Kyle like the double pulls. Like, I mean, it, it was like majestic. I I, call, I remember talking to him about that game. I was like. And, and I said, I said, Jack and Chance for true freshmen. I said, these boys are players. I was like, <laughs> we're, I was like, we're in good hands for the next couple of years. <laughs> sorry, hey, sorry we let y'all down. Being <laughs> no, not at all. No, you didn't. But no, but, 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 but honestly, I think there's something too, like 
there's something to the the fact of being a freshman and the innocence of just not really knowing, but going out there and playing Yeah, that Mm -hmm. I think like, I don't know if, you know, I don't think I lost that by any means, but like, I think there's something to that. Like just going out there and playing ball and kind of like, like I said, there might've been a screenplay where I wasn't really sure, but I'm just going to go out there and run around a hundred miles an hour. And I definitely think there's something to that. And I think that's why we did have the success that we did. And, and the thing that people forget too is, Chance and I, there was four four linemen that came, and all were good. You know, it was Drew Richmond, Venzel, me, and and Chance, but we both came early. So having that spring before kind of made us where we built we had built that trust a little bit because when you got to do spring practice with an an O line, you kind of get to build that camaraderie a little bit. So for guys like Kyler and and just learning the offense and everything, and Dylan Wiseman and Coleman at center and all that that really helped getting that spring in there. And, and I tell people, you know, if you want to play early, like, like go do that. Like ain't nothing yeah. good happening unless you're a baseball guy or something or track, like ain't nothing good happening in that second semester of senior year. You ain't missing nothing. No, I, I, I think you did make a good point of being like young and naive in a sense, because Dobbs can even say this before that year in that game, we never believed that we could beat Alabama. Like there were a ton of guys on the team that were just scared of the guys that were lining up against and just thought there's no way that, that we can beat this juggernaut. And that Georgia game, like you said, just gave us so much confidence. And, you know, I feel like everyone, when we went out there, that was why that game was so close. When we went out there, everyone thought we were going to win. Like we just beat Georgia. Why can't we beat Alabama? Like it's de- it's a definite possibility. So I think I think you're right in saying like being naive almost helped in that in that situation. Yep, hundred percent. And then like you know you add in, and I yeah I definitely think that's what it was for. Well, we we're just wide eyed, happy to be there. Like let's go, let's do it, let's go for it. But uh, and then having the you know like just for me, so I had so much respect for that game, and I know who who's watching it. Like I watched that game. And just like it just it meant a lot. And I, I think that's another aspect of it, like meant a lot to me. Like being a and I, and there's no knock on anybody if you're from Alpharetta or whatever, like and you're coming to Tennessee, like it's Throw all it good. But like no, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like it's all good, but being a Tennessee kid growing up in Tennessee and watching that, like and dreaming about that, like it makes the moment even more important to you, I think. Mm-hmm. Hey, so <clears throat> since we're talking about, you know, you guys starting then and stuff. And I don't, I don't know if you've ever, if you ever asked Josh this on the first time that you had him on, cause I listened to the pod, but I don't remember, but I mean, you're talking about you're young and naive and you don't feel the pressure, but, but Josh, like, what does it honestly feel like being the quarterback in the university of Tennessee when you literally have these psycho fans, like, and I know you guys felt too as players, but I mean, being the quarterback at this university, like it has to be awesome, but it has to be like pretty, pretty tough too. It's all awesome. It's all it's a lot of fun, honestly, you know, because I mean, when you play quarterback, right, you start for for most of us, you start playing the position so young, you know, that like the expectations of a season. I mean, they're they've always have been on your shoulders, whether it's when you're six years old and you got uh, your your best friend's moms, you know, you know, praying that you'll you'll do something cool or when you're in (laughs) college um, and you're walking on campus and, you know, you're the guy and, and it's basically like how you play, you know, decides, you know, if you guys going to be successful on a Saturday or not. 
Um, and you give your team a chance to win every time you step on your on the field. So it's it's really a blessing. It's a lot of fun. And whether that's in the wins or in the losses, you know, it's all it's all a part of the experience, you know, I think. Um, so it, it was it was a blast. It was a blast. You know, I know as as we're talking about, we're talking about a couple of the games that we left slip away. And it's still cool to reminisce on those. And it's also really cool to reminisce on all the big wins that we had. Yeah. Um, all the great games that we had, you know, all the records that we shattered during our time on campus, um, the numbers we put up. So, you know, all in all, whether it was, you know, at the moment, something that was looked at, you know, as not a good game of performance or whether it was a great performance, you know, for me, it was all the same. It was all a great memory just because I had envisioned being a starting quarterback at a big time university since I was six years old. So to be able to live through that, as Jack's saying, you know, growing up watching, even though I'm in Alpharetta, I still grew up watching Tennessee, Alabama play, you know, on the third weekend, third Saturday in October every year, right? I watched the Florida right, Georgia game, right, Florida, right. Florida Tennessee game. You know, growing up watching those games in SEC country and then living through those experiences, um, you know, was was a joy. And I loved every second of it. Yeah, Josh is being humble about the fact that, like, like there's definitely times. Um, Josh is one of those guys you never let – he never let, like, what was going on on the outside. You never saw it on him. He was always going to be Josh. But he's also the guy that, like, we'd lose to – you know, we'd have a tough loss at home, and Josh is the guy that still stays out there and signs autographs for an hour after. So, like, you know, it's hard to find guys like that, but it's also, like, when you get somebody like that for an O-lineman like Kyler and I, it may it, it makes you want to go to battle for him because yeah. I don't know about you, Kyler, but after we got our like if we got our butts kicked by somebody, I wasn't sitting out there trying to be like, hey, yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> but this guy Josh, who was the face of the program, who may have had his best game, may have not had his best game, didn't matter. He was gonna be out there doing that. And 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 it, it makes it a lot easier to, you know, go to war for somebody like that. Heck yeah. I love that Josh was there. That way I, I didn't feel obligated to go out there. I'm like, bro, they want to see Josh. They don't want to see hey, ain't nobody, ain't nobody want no Curbison autograph besides me, bro. Saved <laughs> oh, a couple we sacks. Had, we had the life of the shadows. Were you talking talk about Kyler left and, and the whole lines on Sports Center, you know, hanging yeah. out with Matt Barry and them on big time, big time, big time and everyone. I know. It's freaking ridiculous. I, I, I mean, you know, you want to get some shine, and then all of a sudden, as soon as you leave, everybody's on ESPN. Jack, you were part you of that. Thomas Ed- you see Thomas Edwards up on the big screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was fun, though. That was awesome. We we had a good time with that because it was anywhere we went because we always went out and knocked. Like, Josh was big on taking us out and the line, and we everywhere it was always like – And but, you know, to Josh, to Josh's credit, I never was there when he was like, no. And like, even we talked about our camp, like I said, Hey man, I don't really have a thing set up to like do pictures, but afterwards, you know, just wanted to hang out. He's like, we'll hang out until the last person leaves just because that's the type of guy he is. And, um, you know, I think, I think, uh, I think the world of you, big guy, big Joshua. Your head going to be able to fit through the door that. now, Thanks. Josh. Yeah. Yeah. I know. We're, we're, we're oh my gosh. Boosting, him up. boosting me. Right. I got to, <laughs> I got to put on a show at this camp, right? No, in all seriousness, no. It's, <laughs> it's, it's exciting to be able to, like, team up with, like, Jack and do a camp because, you know, like, as we said, you know, we play we play football for a lot of things, like, whether it's, you know, the joy in the game, the camaraderie, um, the big moments, the big games. 
And like for each of us, you know, we know like along our journey, however far you make it, there's always been certain people that you can pick out, right? That helped you along your journey. A camp you went to, experience you had, seeing a professional athlete, you know, in the mall or going to a college game, right? So we've all had those experiences. And so who are we not to give back to the next generation, give them those experiences, those opportunities um, to, to just interact with people that have accomplished that their goals and dreams are still in the process of doing it. So that's the joy in doing the camps. Um, and I'm glad Jack is putting on his first of many youth football camps that he'll hopefully have, you know, down the road. Um, and I'm excited to be a part of it this summer. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's a great way to finish. You start with the camp, end with the camp. Um, super excited for you guys. Super excited to actually see you face to face. Uh, yeah. At the at the camp and get to work with the kiddos. Um, you know, Jack, you promoted what you got going on. Dobbs, I know you got a brand now. I saw you had like a volunteer suit coming out. What else <laughs> you got going on, bud? Those are the main two. That uh, so that was reveal suit line. They actually just teamed up with uh university of tennessee so they have, they do custom suits blazers whatever um you like in the professional world women's and men's and on and on the end line you can get them all decked out in checkerboard power t university of tennessee lady volunteer swag whatever you're looking for you know, they kind of do it so it's, it's been pretty cool got a couple got a suit got a blazer um from them and then of course you yeah, have astro brand is doing really well right now it has landed officially. Jack yeah. repping merch. Kyler repping merch. Reed, we gotta get you some merch. We'll get you a hat for the next show. Um, Love so you're it. Be rocking it as well. So I appreciate. I appreciate all the support. It's good. It's good to have good people around you that support you. Um, it's cool. Kyler having us on for the camp. Um, cool. It's really cool. Always seeing you guys rocking the hats and everything. So I yeah. appreciate that, Kyler. Yeah, pre- I, appreciate I appreciate you guys Kyler. coming on, man. Thanks Always. for having us on, man. Thank you guys so much for watching, for listening, uh, whatever platform you're using. Don't forget to rate and subscribe, um, like and subscribe on YouTube, let your friends and family know about us, uh, let us know what you think about the podcast. As always, we are presented by Bet Online, so go check them out also. Uh, and you can contact us, uh, have a Gmail, uh, believe in Tennessee football at gmail.com. And a phone number, 865-322-9232. You can also find us on social media. Um, I am at Kyler Kerbison, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, rbacon27 for Reed on Twitter. So, yeah, let us know what you think. And uh, as always, go Hawks. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.